In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Have you noticed lately how everyone and everything has become a project? We have TV shows with project in the name. Many people treat their diet and the food they eat as a project to find the exact right combination of foods and nutrients so that they have optimal nourishment. Some people treat their exercise as a project to find the right combination of exercises, activity, rest, all so that they can be the best person they can possibly be. It doesn't stop there. People treat their children's behavior as a project. If only I can learn the right set of tips and mental tricks to get little Junior do what I want, then our family life will be perfect. Relationships with our relatives and those around us suffer the same fate. Some people even seek out therapy, trying to perfect themselves, trying to find exactly what is wrong in their life, to get to the root of it, and then to fix it with more therapy or maybe even the right prescription drugs. The idea seems to be that if we only find the right combination of techniques and hacks, if we cannot find the right combination of drugs or special things to do, then at last we can perfect our lives. Then life will be perfect. No, it won't. You are not a project to improve or tinker on endlessly. You are sinful, with an alienated heart that's afraid of God and runs away from him. And you can't even grasp the depth of that problem without God's help, because your sins are too great to fix on your own. You need saving. You are not your own savior, nor can you be. And you see this in your own life, don't you? That's why you argue and bicker with your spouse. Isn't that why you're angry with your kids? That's why there's turmoil in our work or family relationships. Because we have problems caused by sin and the sinfulness that lives within us, and then we try and make it better. But our own solutions just seem to make it worse. We deflect the blame onto other people. We deny that there's any problem at all. We attack the other person and turn things back on them so that they are the one who is wrong, not we ourselves. And yet none of these solutions really ever work. And they certainly don't work with God. Stop trying to be your own savior. You have one who came for you. Love led him to make up for everything that you lack in who you are and what you do, to atone for all your sins. That's why he was born as a baby in Bethlehem, so he could grow to be the Son of Man who died on the cross for you. And that death brings you peace with God. It brings relief for your troubled and sore conscience whenever your sins bother you. It brings rest for your soul, which is so precious and beyond all price. No one can give that except Christ himself. God became man not to improve you or perfect you, but to save you, to redeem you, to make you his own. That great truth brings opposition from the world. Today, the Christian Church commemorates St. Stephen, the deacon and martyr. His account is recorded for us in Acts chapters 6 and 7. His story is a very pointed reminder 
that, Chris, that Christmas is not all candy canes and shiny presents, nor is it a mere fable or a heartwarming story. This is the consequence of being a follower of Christ. This is what Jesus to service very well might look like. It might look like sacrifice because he served us with his ultimate sacrifice, with his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. The Christian church very pointedly puts together St. Stephen's martyrdom and the birth of our Lord on just the previous day, such a grand celebration right next to each other. And that stark contrast impresses on us that this is what the Christian life is like. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved and will see the glory of God. Here our reading for today from St. Luke chapter 2. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, who hast given thine only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life, give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive this his inestimable benefit and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. Amen.